I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. done playing with the, your fucking boom, Jamie? I was trying to fix it before we got started. Hi, everybody. Here. This is the Lore Boys. My name's Ethan. Uh, I don't know why Peter's jumping in, because I'm clearly hosting this episode. Okay? Okay, Peter? I Peter? don't know anything about Magic the Gathering. Peter, yeah. can, can, we, can we take a seat here? Peter, now that we're all Peter, sitting... Take a knee. Now that we're all sitting in the same room, everyone's just trying to jump for the steering wheel. Yeah. 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 We don't know how to do this anymore. Uh, clearly, I'm the only one capable and competent enough to handle this uh, buck and bronco of a show that we got going on. Nay. Today. Nay. Oh. Nay. <laughs> I'm two years old and sexually mature. Nay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that how horses work? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's one way to start the show by Peter letting everyone know that he's two years old and sexually mature. But uh, talk to your mom for 45 minutes. I know how horses work. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm Ethan Palmer. This is a lore podcast. We don't talk about uh, horse insemination all that much. Maybe more than your average podcast, but not that much. Yeah. Uh, I've already uh, mentioned Peter's name, but if he wants to introduce himself, Peter O'Donohue. Hello. Uh huh. He draws pictures, and uh, of course, the third, the silent generation, James Miller. I'm 48 hours into my current character in World of Warcraft, and it came out less than a week ago, and I've been stuck behind queues most of the week. Yeah. So. That's where my priorities at. That's yeah. That's really why he didn't say anything in the intro is because he was just thinking about World of Warcraft. Yeah, so. he was behind two other hosts in queue to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, level twenty four already though, and my vacation hasn't even started. I got fifteen days of vacation ahead of me. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Hard oh man. Uh, hello everybody. Hi. Welcome to hello. part four of Magic, my Magic the Gathering story. The dude, the two parter that went on. For the two parter that's four. That's not going to end where I said it would end. It's going to end a little bit before it. But this is going to be the last um, Magic the Gathering episode I'm going to do for a while. I have future Magic the Gathering episodes kind of like in place that I can do at any time. Uh, I know what my next episode is going to be. Yeah, we got to start taking requests. Eh? Uh, we're going to, yeah, hit us up with the requests. Um, and, you know, we'll do like a, we wanted to start like polling you guys to see what kind of stuff that you're really into. We got Gundam. We have uh, Doro Hedoro uh, from uh, Saucy Chimera right. on Twitter and Patreon. And uh, there was a hentai request as well. Yeah, there was a, there was a goof, but I'm I'm looking into it. I'm willing to do it. I'm I mean I'm I'm yeah. I'm kind of the hentai fan here, Peter. So, yeah, <laughs> well, Mister didn't know what Yowie was, but okay. Ethan has. Uh, <laughs> I I joked to Ethan. I sent him a message being like. Uh, in our group chat, hey, Deep Space Waifus is like only a dollar on Steam. Not only did Ethan buy it, but he played through the entire game. I right? bought it and the sequel and played through both. Yeah. Like, was yeah. it good? It's like um, kind of like a scrolling shooter. Like just like a space shooter where you're like piloting a ship through like a bunch of enemies. Blah, blah, blah. But oh, you okay. shoot oh, off the help. women's clothes. Yeah, you shoot off the women's clothes. If you have the game and you're like, but there's no nipples or burginas. Uh <laughs> 
you have to you have to go into the program folder and create a blank text file called uh, nude nude underscore patch dot txt, and then the and then the women will be naked. So and then you'll get your burginas. Jesus Christ, dude! You that is your Tinder bio. Yeah. yeah that's, so so not only did I uh, buy the first one, I bought the first one and the second one, played through them both, um, modded them, hundred percent of them, and I I did the patch to allow for the boobies and burginas. And was it better? Yeah, there's boobs and burginas. Nice. Dude, so. you've invested more time into modifying your game than I have into add-ons for World of Warcraft <laughs> that I've played 48 hours of recently. <laughs> yeah. But there's no boobs yeah. or burgina in WoW. Um, well, you, you gotta get the right mods. Yeah, you get the right mods. Oh, <laughs> where to look. Um, Big titty dwarf ladies. <laughs> all this to say. so You, uh, you go for night elves. Yeah. They, they have uh, a, a friendlier physique. Magic the Gathering. For anyone, for anyone just jumping in. And they're not just all shoulder. <laughs> for anyone just jumping in, uh, Jamie's been gone for a month, so this is our first time like seeing each other's faces for a while, so I guess yeah, we're a little giddier than usual. I'm also on my like sixth cup of coffee, mm. uh, and I'm sober at the moment, so I'm fucking manic! Um, 10.30. The world is a trance to me. I've been playing World of Warcraft for the yeah. last uh, 14 hours yeah. today before getting here. Ja- Jamie and I are opposite ends of the spectrum. Where yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was stuck in another country. I was here. I've been yeah. socializing all day. He's been uh, hiding in his room all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been nice. Yeah. Um, I was with family. Oh, families. Yeah. So we're maybe my mom hanging out with some lesbians ripping up carpet. <laughs> we're maybe a little rowdier than usual, but all this to say, uh, thank you to the people who have reached out. Uh, if you have something that you want to hear us talk about, uh, please let us know. Like I said, I have an idea of what my next episode is going to be, but if you get at me with something better than that, uh, do let me know. Also, shout out to uh, Darnell. Was yep. his name Darnell? Darnell. Uh, just messaging us on Facebook a lot. Shout out, my man. Yeah, Sliding like, into the DMs yeah. on the reg. Dude, he, he has facts. Like, yeah. Darnell, if you ever want to, like, put something together for the show, I would be happy to read it. If you want to write Jamie's script while he's playing World of Warcraft Classic, feel yeah. free is what he's saying. Don't That's... start taking advantage of people just quite yet. No, no, I'm saying if someone wants to just write really show scripts. their support yeah. <laughs> and let me focus on the things that are important to me right now, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to stop them from doing Speaking that. of the things yeah. that are important to me right now, yeah. this episode. let's talk about this episode a little yeah. bit. Well, let's, let's actually start it. with last episode. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to hit me with a little recap uh, what we talked about. Uh, James, you were there. Well, not there. You were in Mexico, but you were uh, present. Seemingly. Yeah. 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 Um, so we left off and... Kumal like messed around with the Mirari, which is this monkey's paw gives you bad shit, um, but in exchange for your wish, but usually you don't get what you want kind of thing. So he wished for something. He put it on his sword. He wanted to be a powerful guy. He got all corrupt. Yeah. And then he goes home and he slices his sister. Then she gets all infected. She's filled with worms from another guy, Aquarius or whatever his fucking name is. Oh, uh, Laquantus. Laquantus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dawning of the age of Laquantus. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she is kind of now like. She kills Aquantus's wife at the time, and Aquantus gambles all his money away. Or is that a not Aquantus? That's Ixidor. Oh, Ixidor, right? Yeah, and Ixidor he- was someone else who uh, his wife died to Phage, which was uh, Kamal's sister reborn as a black avatar of death. Right. Uh, this is after Kamal sliced her. After she got corrupted with worms, and she's brought back as a child of the Cabal patriarch. Right. Uh, and um, or she she has a child. She's brought back by the Cabal patriarch, and she has his child. Which is the reborn Numena Kuber, 
Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Numena and what they are a little bit more this episode. Cool. Uh, and then Ixidor, his wife, was killed by Phage. He ends up uh, going out into the wilderness and creating his own little land of illusions where he can create illusions. He ends up creating an angel called Akroma. Yes. Uh, who is like... All his anger at his wife dying manifests as an angel of vengeance. She right. Gets, she gets crippled and then has sword legs. Yeah, she has swords for feet for a while. Sweet. Um, that's when she becomes her red printed card, the Angel of Fury, instead of the Angel of Wrath. Um, and the Wrath one is the white uh, angel, Wrath, Wrath and is then white. Phage is like the dark angel. So like they're the yeah. two opposing forces coming at each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, she ends up going to find him, uh, or she ends up going to find Phage. Isn't able to kill Phage. Uh, Phage and Kamal and some other people decide to invade uh, Ixidor's realm to put a stop to his creations. So you go to Imaginary Land to stop the imagination. They kick down the door yeah. Pee-wee's Playhouse. They're like, it's enough! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough is the word of the yeah. dead! Phage uh, <laughs> Fage ends up letting go of all her uh, death worms, turns back into Jessica, then back into Phage because she takes all the death worms back inside of herself, except for the one that represented uh, Ixidor's wife. Mm. Ixidor went off to just war- like grieve, finally, the death of his wife. Yeah. Uh, Akroma, on the other hand, still had it out for Phage. She ends up going to attack Phage. Uh, a woman named Zagorka intervenes. Uh, Kamal kills all three of them with a single uh, swing of the sword because he has the power of masculine. Uh, <laughs> And um, very progressive. <laughs> they end up being reborn as Carona, K A R O N A. That's where we ended the last episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, cool. I remember that. The sky split. Dark clouds roiling above Averu as lightning flashed. Below, three women lay dead, slain by the Soul Reaper, an axe wielded by Kamal of Otaria. The corpses, truly more like husks at this point, lay crumpled. Their souls ripped from them and cast into a whirlwind, a cyclone born on the power of the women's souls, of their planeswalker sparks. They're all planeswalkers. They were all planeswalkers, okay. yes. The souls merged, combined, and a moment later exploded. From the center of that explosion, a, a radiant being was born. Corona, false god. Oh, no. Uh-oh. So, Corona, this is not the first time she's walked Dominaria. She existed once long ago, even before the Thran. Uh, the Thran, you'll remember, are the ancient like robot people. Oh, yeah. That Urza built a lot of his tools. The Silex was built from Thran technology. Right. Uh, the stones. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah, ancient, ancient robots. robots. Yeah. Ancient okay. robots. Yeah. I don't have anything left, but yeah, ancient robots. Uh, everyone at home, any new listeners, anytime we talk about ancient robots on the show, uh, we traditionally uh, finish our drinks or just take a little sip. I'm drinking coffee, so I'm not going to chug my hot coffee for this it's one. a little scorching. But yeah, just a little... <laughs> Um, oh god! Back in our episode about the Brothers' War, that was eons ago at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we and have an episode. yeah, so Dominaria, the the plane that we're on, the central plane in Magic: The Gathering, uh, was built on Thrant is built on Thrant technology. They were an ancient race before they before they were around. Corona was around. Okay, uh, and she was around shortly after the Numena rose to power. So the Numena, like I said, um, before they were being reincarnated, like uh, Phage gave birth to the reincarnation of. Kuber, okay, or Kuber, sorry. Um, so they ex- they also existed before the time of the throne. Okay, five wizards, one for each color of magic. The Numena were the most powerful of their respective aspects. As they grew in power, however, some of them also grew in ambition. The red, blue, and black wizards hatched a plan to conquer Oteria, which is a continent in Dominaria that all the stories about uh, Phage and Jessica and Kamal take place. Have been place. taking place yeah. at this time. Okay. Uh, relevant because they're, they're all taking place shortly after the Phyrexian invasion 
and Oteria was relatively untouched by the Phyrexian right. invasion. Is, oh. Cro- is Crosa a different continent, or is it like Crosa? Crosa is on Oteria. It's okay. on the continent. The oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I it's, the, the plane, it's the wooded region. Yeah. I remember the plane of Phyrexian horrors, and then there was another plane that we yeah. had that was just so mundane next to it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Uh, yeah. The plane of uh, Phyrexia was Yogmoth was banished there yeah. and ended up creating a bunch of like horrid mechanical abominations to invade yeah, he Dominaria. Made, like, fantasy cyborgs. Exactly. We will talk about Yogmoth a little bit. He's like, he was like the original big bad guy, BBEG, uh, <laughs> uh, which is big bad evil guy. It's oh. like a Dungeons and Dragons yeah. term. Anytime you have like, this is the bad guy, you call him the BBEG. It's like HBIC. Yeah, the bank. Head bitchin's charge. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a Mean Girls thing. I played a really bad mobile game that you were trying to take down the HBIC of, of the high school. Okay. Yeah. It's like, oh, are you just a high school girl trying to become HBIC? Yeah. Hot girl and every, school. Every time you you had to like go like face off against her, it's like, do you want to spend 20 gems to get the good outfit? Or are you going to wear that plain Jane thing from yeah, last yeah. week? And then you have to spend money to, yeah, yeah. to appease your people. Does it turn into like a Candy Crush thing? Was uh, like the actual battle is just like Candy Crush. Yeah. Oh yeah, like around them. Yeah, I played thirty minutes of it just to see what it was, and you're never gonna be head bitch in charge no. that way. Dude. No, you're not... gonna be more head bitch ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah. up your head bitch game, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no more waiting third in line to speak. Uh, <laughs> so the red, blue, and black wizards hatched a plan to conquer Oteria. The first step was to kill the other two, the white and green Numena, uh, which right. the three were able to accomplish with. Two rel- things we don't need. Relatively. Really. Leaves, don't need sunlight. Yeah. Get the bitches out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, white and green are typically regarded as the most traditionally good colors. That would make sense. Uh, black is like death, traditionally considered like very evil. Red is kind of like super ambitious. Chaotic. Like to any, to any extent, like you'll go. Blue is very neutral where it's like they worship intelligence. So like you can be evil, you can be good as yeah. long as you're smart. Um, That's and that trope is like in a lot of fantasy, like those colors and yeah. stuff. Like all of World of Warcraft, the dragons all have aspects and which are similar colors, and they all black is Deathwing, you know, green is Isera. It's like yeah, blue is the magic one that just preys yeah. intelligence. Malagos. And, yeah, exactly. Um, so with the nerds out of the way, the three wizards spread out in Altaria, conquering all the lands they touched until none was left unclaimed. Nice. Mm-hmm. The Black, whom we've talked about, was named Kuber. He was worshipped as a god of commerce and would eventually be reborn as the child of the Cabal Patriarch and Phage. Okay, I was going to ask if he was it had anything to do with Cabal City. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was. He like was worshipped by the Black of the time. Yeah, he was okay. worshipped as a god. He he will die and need to be reborn. God but, of commerce. Uh, yeah, the, the new man, the the most evil thing you can imagine. Yeah, right. It's just like this big fat dude walking around, <laughs> yeah, with a monocle and a cummerbund. Uh, the new man of red was named Averu. And he would eventually be reborn as a city, the very city where Three Wound would be killed millennia later. Oh. So oh. the city that they were in was called Sanctum. All, uh, it, its official name is Averu, but everyone just called it Sanctum. Okay, yeah. Right. The Newman of Blue was known as Lowallan, and he would later be reborn as the illusionist Ixidor. Oh, so sounds like a trailer park name at first. Lou Ellen. Lou Ellen, yeah. yeah. Lou Ellen Moss. He's a, he's a main character in uh, No, no, no Country for Old Men. Yeah. Yeah. Well, main character is debatable. I'd say Anton, Anton Sugar is probably true, the main yeah. character. But, yeah. um, is that a spaghetti western? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. That's a spaghetti name, Anton Sugar. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you think Anton Sugar is in Mexican? Hmm? Anton Sugar? <laughs> uh, I know Sugar is Azúcar. Azúcar. Yeah. Uh, I have to say it like the Duolingo sounds, or else I don't know. Yeah, but, yeah so... Uh, the blue uh, Newman, 
was um, Reborn as Ixidor. Uh, it's kind of muddy. It, like, Ixidor is not the Reborn. They kind of split when Ixidor went to go grieve his wife. Right. Okay, so he uh, left that part of his personality behind to go live in imagination land. Exactly. He, like, hatched Lowellin uh, and, like, let him, like, emerge from him as, like, his own thing right. at the end of it all. So, of course, when the three most powerful people in Oteria conquer all there is to conquer, they probably settle down and call it a day. No. Right? They want to conquer each other now. What? Oh, Peter, yeah. did you read my notes? No. That's very, How could you guess that? I could, write, I could write magic. It's yeah. easy. Uh, you could. That's, uh, I mean, world building is super, super cool. A lot of the individual storylines I have a lot of problems with. Um, and I guess I should have uh, front-loaded with this one. But, like, this episode, Corona in particular, uh, there are so many uh, inconsistencies in her story. Okay. So, like, there's so many different novels that it's, like, she did this and another novel that explicitly say, like, no, she did this at the same time. And they're both considered canon. Uh, <coughs> okay, so, it's, like, yeah. like, everything that I say today, you know, one book might might say the exact opposite. Another book might corroborate me. This is fully lore boys canon this is the lore boys through thread on the story some Did big dick author one day is gonna want to like remove ethan's episode from canon at some point yeah. and make us like some sort of like off-brand bullshit yeah do i you, do you know much about the actual authors because i know like in other fantasy games like there's one author you can turn to and then the company agrees oh this is kind of canon whatever so write. wizards w- was publishing these novels Okay. Wizards of the Coast, uh, any, they used to do it, and I think they're actually starting to do it again, but anytime a new set would release, um, they would release a novel with the set. Okay. Oh, okay. And like you, could, you used to be able to, you would buy a box, and you would get a book with the box. Oh, cool. And it would kind of like tell you the story. Uh, so I guess we kind of talked about this on old Magic the Gathering episodes, but somebody might not have listened to them. Uh, Magic comes in blocks, which is usually four, four or five sets, and they fit a theme, and they tell a story. And then like every three months or whatever every two and a half months they release another box uh which tells like a bit more of the story so there was like oh, okay. shadows over innistrad there was um the battle for uh zendikar which were like the eldrazi waking up you know and then there was the oath of the gatewatch which was the mm. gatewatch forming and like that all led into shadows over innistrad and we did talk about the gatewatch no yeah we've talked about the gatewatch before. but just so you know that fat guy uh, the commerce embodied that you guys were talking about earlier he's the same guy who made the model for these blocks to yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta sell those those new cards yeah right? exactly cards. yeah uh which is like any card game honestly yeah. uh so peter was right in the in their greed the numena turned on one another uh Though even they weren't prepared for what their magic would bring. Who knew that these ambitious wizards couldn't trust each other? Yeah, right. <laughs> Imagine that. In their birth, they gave birth to the being they called Mother, the living incarnation of magic itself. Corona. Corona. Oh, okay. God. I was picturing, like, an abomination, like, pushed together with all this... <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, mother. One, 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 like, blue tentacle. <laughs> one, like, tree arm. Just a big skull for a head. Part, yeah. of, it, part of it's on fire. Yes. She, she's actually pretty cool looking. She's, like... She's uh, just, like, a tall, lithe woman. She has, like, this helmet on that is kind of like... Um, it's kind of like the bat symbol upside down, and it, like, stretches out from her face. is like, her helmet, and it, like, covers her eyes. Sweet. Okay. And she has, like, these little circles hanging from it, and she carries two, like, halberds. Um, Two halberds. So to win, baby. We've talked a bit about uh, mana costs before. Like with Phage, she was like three uh, black or four black and then three colorless. Right. Uh, something like that. Uh, Numena is one colorless, then one of each color. Okay, cool. So she's supposed to represent, which which is like, it's converted mana cost of six, which is less than Phage, whose converted mana cost is seven. But she's much more expensive because you have to get one of each color, which right. is much less reliable to do. Yeah. Right. 
Um, is, it, is it kind of like Hearthstone where if it's a four mana cost character, you can expect to play it as soon as turn four? Or is it like you can get four mana on, on turn one and just go crazy? You can, it's like way, way, like way more than Hearthstone. You can, especially in like formats like Modern, yeah. there's, there's one deck which is an infinite mana combo which you can hit on two. Okay. So you like second turn, you have infinite mana, and then you get out Eldrazi uh, Abomination. You win on okay. turn two, so or win on turn three. Mana can be super dynamic. Then. Yeah, okay. way way more than Hearthstone. Okay. Way 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 more. There's infinite combos. There's all sorts of stuff. Okay. Um, but absolutely, typically you play green if you're doing that. Um, and like if you're like it, if you're playing a five color deck, which are hard to play because they're super inconsistent. Yeah, because there's cards fucking everywhere. Most of you, yeah. well, it's just like you need the right, you need to have drawn in your, you know, first whatever hands, you need to have drawn one of each color of magic, yeah. of mana, uh, which is like your minimum card, your, your minimum deck size is 60. Yeah. Uh, there's no maximum deck size. The, uh, the the rule is you have to be able to shuffle it with two hands, your deck. Okay. Uh, but you never want a bigger deck unless you're playing something really specific and janky. Because uh, you want to be reliable, that's right? That's it. You want you want yeah. just the cards that you need to get your stuff off. Yeah. Um, if there's a five-card combo, you want to only have to go through 60. If you're going through 120, it's going to take you twice as long to exactly. get there. Right? Yeah. Um, so Corona is all five colors to represent the fact that she is the living incarnation of magic. Does she have like yeah. multicolored hair that burns different colors or just... No, there's nothing. She's gold. Okay. Uh, is like Sweet. what is, is her all colors kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the Numena knew instantly the danger she presented. A baby standing stories tall with all the power of Dominaria flowing through her. They, me. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they realized that they needed to stop her before she realized her true Is capabilities. Is Rick Morana, uh, Moranis in this yeah, one? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Honey, we blew up Corona. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. it. <laughs> Honey, I accidentally combined all forms of magic and created an unstoppable killing baby. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Baby uh-oh. stories tall. Like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they formed a truce. They managed to subdue Corona before she came to fully understand her powers. This was at the cost of their own powers. Push and perha- down, push down on the top of her giant head. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> find that soft spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was uh, at the cost of the Numena's powers, and perhaps less importantly, their lives. Uh, I say less importantly because, as we know, I kind of buried the lead here. They got reincarnated. They're gonna get reincarnated at some point. Now, I hope I did good enough to come back as a city. Yeah, <laughs> you, uh, will. you will. You will. You will. Ixador. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a uh, Averu. Uh, Averu. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Well, there's this babbling, crying baby like story yeah. way above them. Talk. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You ever see the show? The show it's a baby. It's super like Super Jail. Yeah, yeah. Super Jail was no, a great no, show. Not Super Jail. It was. A, it was a similar thing. Um, China, Illinois. Okay. Similar now, animation. Yeah, yeah. At some point, it's like about a university in China, Illinois, if okay. that's even a real place. Yeah, and yeah. they accidentally, at some point, bred, um, again, like a st- uh, like a, a like two hundred foot long baby yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> aging at like a wicked rate. So yeah, they yeah. eventually had this like kilometer long old man <laughs> on campus, and that's that's what that reminds oh, me. Oh my of. goodness! Just, oh man, we're gonna need. You know, like you see the baby, you're like we're gonna need one hell of a plastic oh. bag. <laughs> 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 um, now, some millennia later, Corona was being reborn. Uh-oh. Not as a result of powerful magics being wielded for war, but of three disparate, powerful planeswalker sparks being torn from their bodies by a legendary weapon. Oh. Not not the Murari sword. Oh. He's he's wielding Soul Reaper at this point. Oh, yeah. this it's is the axe of the green it, people. Yeah, it's his after he gave up the Murari because uh his friend Stonebrow was like the the his centaur friend was like, dude, you changed since you got that magic sword that grants yeah. every wish. But Take a nap for a year, see you how horribly. you feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he went off to meditate, right? He yeah. went off to meditate for a year, uh, and he gave up the Murari sword and ended up taking up the Soul Reaper, a powerful weapon in its own uh, in its own right. But no ironic punishments. No, 
Okay. Conveniently. Except his sister being reborn as a horrible god as the living incarnation of magic. I don't know. Is then, that ironic? Is that know. ironic? I don't think I don't so. Know. Then killing her? I, I mean, I would say... No, he killed her first. I w- she fused with oh, the okay, I would say okay. I would say it's ironic because his explicit intent in killing her was him realizing he couldn't save her and she was too dangerous. So he went to kill her to stop her from being so dangerous and, and turned she, her into something infinitely more dangerous. Right. Uh, Infinite. That is, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's got to be. If that's not irony, I don't know what is. Well, shucks, Kamal, you just can't catch a break. Yeah. Uh, Corona's very existence tormented her. She was plagued by the question of her life's meaning. The chaos Corona caused stemmed from her need, from that need to discover her place in the greater scheme of things. Corona f- refuted her role as magic incarnate, reflecting her more human traits such as fear, greed, and even ambition. Her vanity was stoked as nearly every creature, human or beast, worshipped her utterly when she came across them. What is Corona? I picture like uh, Chroma, like a multi-headed dragon. It's, what is, no, she's described a, her already. She's a person. She's okay. gold. She wields down two halberds. Oh, yeah. that was her. Okay, that yeah, yeah. was her. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Uh, Corona assumed... Multi-headed do, dragon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, a five-color card that's a multi-headed dragon called Progenitus in Magic the Gathering. Okay. There's a free little lore tidbit for you. Uh, I'll take that one. I'll yeah. nibble on it. Yeah, take yeah. that to the bank. It's worth nothing. Uh, take it to the bank. They'll laugh you out of there. Uh, <laughs> Play a card. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'd like to make a withdrawal. <laughs> Could you uh, enter your pin? You just pull out five different colors of mana. Yeah, <laughs> and you, like now, and you tap one of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was imagining it on the screen. Just like blue, green, red. And yeah, yeah. Like a bunch of magic cards come out of the machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good ATM. Uh Corona, ref- oh, I, I already read that part. Corona assumed, due to all the worshipping and groveling, that, that she had become a goddess, though she was not nearly as much a goddess as a primordial force of nature. So it was like, people huh. worship me. People worship gods. I am a god. There, ergo. Ergo. Oh, that's Latin. That's good. Yeah. That's something yeah. a god would say. All, but all she really yeah, exactly. is. <laughs> she's learning Latin. They're, she's really just a hurricane, right? Like, really powerful yeah, for exactly. now, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, and there are gods. Stand directly underneath her. You never get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it has a name. What, what's her name again? Corona. 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 Last, yeah. last tropical year was storm, yeah, uh, Corona. Tropical Storm Corona has been upgraded to hurricane. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been upgraded to incarnation of all magic. Yeah. Uh, it seems there's limes flying around inside of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Limes? Yeah. Corona. 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 Yeah. We made that joke yeah. a lot last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, I'm, I must be a god uh, because people worship me. Uh, there are gods of Dominarium. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into one that really matters uh, when it becomes relevant. Well, that but, seems like you're a little biased on knowing which gods really matter. Well, but. maybe that might be a relevant point. Yeah. Uh, Corona, believing she was a goddess, sought out someone, someone her equal. A tutor who might be able to show her how best to use her new powers. She opened five portals, one for each color of magic, though none truly her equal strode through. Representing white came to fairy, who we've we spoke about on one of our dominant one weird, of our yeah. when when the rifts first opened, we talked about Teferi. He plane shifted his entire city out of the realm to protect it from a rift. Right. Uh, so he, he has a mechanic in the card <coughs> game which is plane shift, uh, which is like. You f- or it's like phase out or, or I can't remember the exact term but it's like you basically phase it out of play so like nothing can target it the cards essentially aren't there so okay, cool. you might have like an instant effect somebody might cast a spell that's like I destroy one of your lands which sucks if it happens and then you might have an instant effect which goes faster that you say like okay I phase it out of existence and then <laughs> it, it phases back in on the next turn okay yeah. So, teleport behind you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. I teleport to the Shadow Realm and I te- teleport back in the next yeah. turn. 
Um, Run over, tackle so, the tree. Get down, Mr. President. Yeah. yeah sorry, uh, kid. Nothing personal. Yeah. Nothing, nothing personnel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lowell Inn uh, strodes through the blue portal. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, our boy Yogmoth. Uh, starts through the black, black portal. portal. Listen to our invasion episode uh, for more on him. Uh, a dwarf named Fierce for Red, who is like, remember how I said there's a lot of inconsistencies with Corona? Yeah. Like Fierce's entire existence is just like a huge inconsistency, and like every single book has him doing a different thing at the same time. It's like Whoa. a big fuck show. You've got a picture of him at the fair, and you've got a picture of him coming through the portal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the same day, and no yeah. one knows Marty McFly's messes up his parents' existence. At yeah, some point exactly. And he yeah, just disappears. So, he, yeah. he messes up. He messes up playing. Uh, then he invents rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it is he had the book for all of the Blood Bowl winnings and all that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> he bet on Paige for centuries. Yeah, that's it. Uh, made, made, made a living. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 what was it? The, the, the Blood Pit Almanac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bet against uh, Irox. What's his name's wife? Uh, I, I, Nivea was her name. Oh, yeah, um, for men. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> uh, Multani was the green one. He's a tree folk person who's a pretty well known green, green character. Multani? Multani. Okay. She met with each in turn. Sounds like sparkling water. <laughs> it does kind of sound like sparkling water. Or like some kind of like cured meat. Like you get your prosciutto, you get your Multani. Yeah. You got your yeah. yeah. Uh, she met with each in turn, though truthfully they did not have much to teach Corona that she did not already know. The meeting with Yogmoth, however, did leave Corona with a healthy dose of paranoia. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. Yeah, so uh, meeting with like the number one most evil person in the multiverse. Uh, when you're, especially when you're at a conflicted point in your life, you're like, what do I want to do when I graduate college? You know, like I just don't know. My my degree just doesn't seem like very practical right now like what uh, am i gonna know, do i learned that if you slap enough meat onto these old robots to come back to life like they're unhappy and they scream <laughs> they're very dangerous but <laughs> it works <laughs> yeah thousands will die yeah that's what you want <laughs> meat robots <laughs> yogmoth explained to corona that there was only one god in dominaria gaia and told her that corona's very presence was damaging to gaia yogmoth told corona that gaia did not want her and would not allow her to continue living on this plane mm. so it's like hey uh Guy known for lying and deceiving and hurting people all the time. What do you think about this? Oh, well, I think this other person probably is out to get you. Oh, damn, I better fuck this other person up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't trust her all of a sudden. <laughs> That's a very good argument. Yogmoth. Yeah. Yogmoth. Yeah. Yeah, how, are, how are the warts and uh, flesh robots coming? Yeah. Oh, they're coming pretty good. They're fine. Yeah. Oh, Still, crazy? Still crazy? Still <laughs> crazy. Uh, Corona, believing Yogmoth's words, decided that if the gods would not accept her, she would destroy and usurp them. Dang. It's a plan. So what's our boy Kamal up to during all this? Being a sad sack of shit, probably. Well, he's killed three women. He was there. He, he created Corona in some way. He's Corona's daddy. He's probably gained some, some weight. Ways. He's poppy. Yeah, let's say he got his dad bod going on now. Pruning his neck beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Unless he's turned his life around, and yeah, he's working on his dad bod. He's fishing. That's it, yeah, he's building a pier. He only gets to see her on every second weekend. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Guys, just by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm growing some nice neck beard because I had to throw out my razor because I got in the airport. I had to throw it out. Okay, yeah. And so now I don't have a razor right now. And uh, got that you World got of Warcraft wow subscription. I got yeah, a wow got subscription the, and a neck beard. The wow aesthetic going. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. I showered before coming here for you guys. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last time for the next 15 days. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
no, Kamal uh, creates this this horrible cyclone that explodes into this horrible god who uh, people are starting to worship her. She's magic incarnate. Is she's he dead? very very dangerous. Is he dead? Yeah. No, he's okay. he's still alive. The explosion didn't kill him. No. He's a man. He's a man, silly. Peter. You think a woman could kill him? <laughs> Come on. A, a cyclone named after a lady? Yeah, no, that's I don't it. Think uh, so. I don't. I never killed Not a man today. before. <laughs> Uh, no. He, meanwhile, he sees what happens. He's like, oh, oh. Remember how I said he was trying to stop Phage because she was too powerful? He sees Corona. He just goes, oh. Oh, I made a mistake. Yeah, that's it. Uh, classic man trying to fix something, making it much, 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 much worse. But he realizes he's done something wrong. Yeah, so, so what does he So what does he do? He tries to bang uh, he her. Tries to kill her. He seeks out another man for advice. Good. Uh, uh, he seeks out Ixidor. Oh. Laid low by grief, uh, Ixidor met with Kamal, and the two discussed defeating Corona again. They decided that if the Numana had been able to do it once, they could do it again. Kamal convinced Ixidor to contact his master god, whatever you want to call him, to conscript his aid in once more defeating Corona. So Lolan met with Corona, gave him whatever advice he gave her. Like, yeah, being a god's all right. You know, this is, you got to watch out for this. You know, uh, don't trust Yogmoth. Yeah, that's it. That's a big one. You gotta make sure make sure you lay down good guidelines for what kind of uh, offerings you want. Otherwise, they'll start killing each other in your name. It's really fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> like, where do these people meet? <laughs> it's like I I eat off that altar. Stop stop killing virgins on it. <laughs> where do people meet for this stuff? Like, uh, she opened portals that brought them to her. Oh, what well, magic outer to space. A, like a yeah. So like a nice brunch place or yeah. Like, yeah why not yeah that's it yeah I'm sure Corona has access to one yeah. one of her worshippers is obviously like a Greek guy who runs a great little brunch spot makes some great it's two fifteen so she pulls in a brunch place from another plane where it's eleven yeah because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's different time zones or whatever yeah yeah no yeah there's Eastern space time yeah exactly uh, all that stuff yeah yeah uh, Lowellin with the reborn Averu and Kuber agreed to the plane he was like yeah. We've seen this song and dance before. Dangerous last time. Probably still dangerous. Especially now that she's confused. Yeah. yeah. And she's fallen in with a rough crowd of well, cyborgs. Especially now that she's much less baby-like and suddenly seems to be uh, very maturely dealing with getting a grip on her powers. Very tough skull. Much yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep pushing. Nothing happens. I pushed her out of her crib. She cried. But she didn't die. She just stepped out onto her long adult <laughs> legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I put her to sleep on her face. Yeah. That's it. She came out all right. Yeah. Uh, so the three of them agree to the plan. They conspire to defeat her once more. Oh, Corona no. chased Lowellin, uh, her multitudes of followers, like a tsunami in her wake, crashing over cities where from which the Numena fled. <laughs> That's a funny image of people. Like, imagine being what? on the top of the tsunami. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I picture it like, and this is a... Uh, a niche call for just for Jamie, but the tennis gallery from the Malazan Book of the Fallen, right? right just right. like all these like poor, despondent, very ill-trained, but like we'll fucking fight to the death for our god, baby. Yeah, uh, their whole thing is that they they starve the whole um, the, the whole army. army, and their reward is when they kill things, they get to eat it. Mm-hmm. So oh, they're Lord. very desperate to kill everyone and eat mm-hmm. them, but they're all like sickly looking because they just eat whatever they yeah. kill. Very uh, very early twentieth uh, century Soviet. Uh, peasants. Uh, Peasant vibe. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, Corona arrived above Averu, the city slash Numana slash God slash something. I don't know. I It's not clear what form he's in. Is he person or is he just the city? Uh, a towering, as she, as she arrives, a towering force of magic manifested as reality. Her, uh, or sorry, uh, Aver, uh, Corona herself, a towering force of magic manifested as reality. Okay. Her followers tore into the city, but as she approached, something caught her eye. There, in the sky, 
above Averu was a dream given flesh, a being to match her, a kindred spirit, it seemed. Oh, he can imagine things into reality. There's there's boy, uh, Lowland. Lowland can. Well, yeah. Ixador. Ixalan is the vampire dinosaur uh, plane. <laughs> it's Kumal and Ixa whatever just in like a suit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Low, Lowland on Kamala's shoulders like, oh, up here on the, uh, Corona. <laughs> you look great today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> long coat. Yeah. Gee, boy, honey. <laughs> sure was a, a, a crabby day. How about you? Make me make me dinner. Stop, stop this rebellion business. <laughs> <laughs> a dream made flesh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a quiet supper. A uh, man. She there's a man in the sky, so she's got to stop whatever she's doing to go to go look at man, right? Yeah. Uh, the being told Corona its name was Arian, uh, calling for her to come closer, and more human emotions welled within the goddess. A sense of belonging and understanding were hers. All she needed to do was reach Arian. This was, of course, a trap. Um, mm, no. Yeah, it wasn't actually her soulmate suspended above the city in the clouds, appearing from nowhere at the precise moment when she's trying to defeat her greatest enemies. It was a trick on her loneliness. It was a trick on her loneliness. It was preying on her loneliness. Uh, the woman was hysterical. She needed a man to fix her, and even she realized that. She's wandering around the plains while her uterus wanders around her body. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. She's she just gone completely ballistic. Yeah, that's it. That's how it works, right? Yeah, that's like, uh, I'm pretty sure. Let's see to a story. Seems to be how it was written, at least. <laughs> podcast on, like, the invention of bikes and trains, and all doctors are like, women's uterus? Would not be able to handle these speeds. Yeah. They yeah. can watch the men go on these things, but they cannot yeah. go on. Like It'll, I, don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you thought Peter was joking, but like wandering uterus was a thing that doctors believe. Oh, yeah. yeah for any hysterical. listeners at home. I'm, I'm yeah. just, I'm bringing out the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the extra to that. I'm yeah. not disagreeing with anything. Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. I, I just say, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't make that up. That was like something that people believed when they used to just get prescribed cocaine and, yeah. and, 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 and mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't you climb that four foot ladder on a ladder under that bicycle. Yeah, the uterus right. is going to wander. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You're going to leave it on the ground. It's going to yeah. be very difficult. Your uterus will end up in your feet. You'll have children with stumpy legs. You don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here. Let me feel your head to see how you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, put the little pincers on them yeah. for phrenology. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, you could never ride a bike. Yeah. Uh, drawn to Aryan by inexplicable forces, our earliest 20th century woman uh, suddenly found herself at the center of a vicious assault from the three new mana. The trap had sprung, and she was pinned, struggling and unable to move, unable to free herself or protect herself. Is she still gigantic or no? Yeah, relatively. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Uh, the three new mana had her, and it was only a matter of time before she succumbed. Corona endured seemingly endless barrages from the three wizards, much of her power being melted away from her. What, did the big imaginary guy just throw a big fucking net over her? Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. oh, why don't you come in here? We he, like, have dinner, and I just cracked a giant bottle of wine. And yeah. she's like, ooh, and then just like throws a big fucking net over no, her. He, he, <laughs> he grabbed her limply by the wrists, and she was just, oh, okay. yeah. She was, oh, yeah. no, I can't move. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you're too strong for me. Uh, like imaginary 20, man. Like 20s movie. Exactly. Uh, her salvation came... From our boy, Kamal. Oh. What's Kamal's idea? Well, his sister's in there somewhere, right? His sister is in there somewhere. Yeah. He birthed her so he can take her right back in. Exactly. Yeah. I've killed my sister twice and created her three times Three now? times? I don't, oh. It's muddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kamal saw the truth of the Numenus plan. They had created Arian as a vessel for Corona's powers, a vessel that they could control at will. So he saw that they had created... Uh, Arian was... Like I said, it was a dream made flesh. So it was given a, a, an actual body. And it's like, 
oh, here's this Patsy man who can... We've established this as a few a few people can create things from their imaginations exactly. or dreams. Through. Well, Ixidor was the one who did it, and yeah. he was the, the new mana Lowellin rebirth. But that was also the guy who made his, his fears real. The, yeah, yeah. Chain, Chainer, the Chainer, Dementia Summoner. Yeah. Chainer, yeah. Um, so he sounds like really like the first boss you meet in a game, not the last. Yeah, one, you know, Chainer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's that's not a final boss. That's not a BBEG. No, 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 no he's no, no. not HBIC. Definitely. No, 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 no definitely no. not. Definitely not the hot bitch on campus. Um, that's yeah. not what it was. Yeah, yeah sure. Bitch it is. In, on Chainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the the Numena were basically like. Well, the last time we did this, we lost all our power and we're dead for thousands of years. I don't like that. Surely there's a better way. Uh, and then they were like, okay, well, we can siphon our power off into our, you know, our guy. He's a good guy. You know, he's married to my cousin. We imagined him. Yeah, we imagined him. Uh, As a good dude. That's it. He's, he's one, of the, one of the boys, you know, boys club. You know, we'll scratch his back, give him life and power, and boys he'll scratch ours. He's nuts. nuts. I was nuts. thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so Kamal realizes this. He sees like, hey, I said we should uh, get rid of her, not just put her in another body that you could use for evil. Uh, so he intervenes in the attack, adding his own magic to banish Corona rather than killing her. Oh, okay. Whoa. That sounds powerful. That axe is fucking wild. Yeah. yeah. Right? Corona awoke in the blind eternities. Sounds like you wake up and there's just darkness all around you, and no matter which way you walk, it just goes on forever. Yeah, it's kind of like a big empty white space. Yeah, it's uh, it's ketamine. Oh, it's ketamine. Yeah, she's she's k-holing. Uh, <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> uh, uh, she wakes up in the blind eternities. Uh, the space between the planes, like Flogiston from Spelljammers. Oh yes. Uh, the blind eternities are filled with chaotic energies such as aether, mana, and temporal energy. No. So anything used to travel through time. What's uh, aether? Is that like anti-magic? Aether is like uh, gas. It's like methane. Uh, okay. It's kind of relevant in some of the expansions. Like there's a... Uh, where Chandra's from, Kaladesh, the okay, plane yeah. that she's from. It's like a city of like... It's kind of like steampunk, but they use this this fuel called aether. Instead oh. of like steam, it's like a blue gas that they burn. To, we like, talked about stuff. this, I think. I, I've probably mentioned Aether before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure how much that we got into That steampunk town rang a bell. But. It's not yeah, well, we talked about Chandra. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's not super important. Uh, the important part to note is that like she's in this, this place between the planes of swirling energy. It's this plane that planeswalkers have the ability to survive. That's what. Oh, when they go through it. When they travel to two okay. different planes, they have to travel through the blind eternities. Oh. Uh, Okay. This is the okay. This is the danger between the bubbles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, it's the going outside of yeah. your apartment thing. Yeah, yeah that's that's, yeah. that's of. It's the street between you know uh, your wow cave, the uh, depth with the Mountain Dew, and the and the hot pocket palette. And the, yeah, exactly. Gee, yeah, I don't. Uber Eats is a thing now. You never no, have to true, make that true. trek. Man, I, get I can Eats order now. like Uber enough iced coffees for the week and never leave my station. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, lost and afraid, Corona wandered, exiting at random to a plane only to be branded a heretic in league with some minor local faction. She flees once more. Like the more. Monsters Inc. stores? Yeah, exactly. The first one she gets in, they're like, oh, there she is. She must be one of the rebels. And she's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, <laughs> <laughs> who are you people? Uh, uh, no. She's like forced gumping, like opens up a door, like JFK's there. She's yeah, like, yeah, oh, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she plays ping pong against Nixon or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she was the second shooter. She was the grassy knoll. Um, Again, back, yeah. Like, 
the grassy knoll is like a land card. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's, you need to, you need to, you need two green, one grassy knoll to to draw your fucking Corona false got your second shooter. Yeah, or you your get, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, if you get a Lee Harvey Oswald and the grassy knoll on the first turn, that's an instant win. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If if you end if the if you end your turn with this in play and the opponent opposing player has a uh, card named John F. Kennedy in play mm-hmm. uh, and immediately end the turn and begin Cold War phase. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, may, you have to make sure you have that card with the fish bacteria and the jellyfish poison. Jellyfish poison. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, if you have JFK's second head, you can actually make the turn change, but like yeah. your opponent won't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a whole JFK episode we did at some point. With the at some point. Yeah. Uh, so she hops for a time between the planes. Um, there is a chronological order of it. It's not super important. Just looking for directions, basically. She goes from plane to plane. There's, yeah. I'm sure there's one book where it's like her traveling to different planes. Uh, I don't know if she goes to that many. I read about four. Um, she hops for a time. Maybe there's five. Ooh. Two travelers wow. uh, had come with her when she got banished. Oh. Two of her followers, two of her most powerful followers. Two, pe- two people named, or two unmen, they're called. Uh, Sash, even 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 the things that we don't know what they are, they're still based around men. That's it. They're impo- they're important enough to be men. Yeah. Uh, well, men. we can't let her travel alone through the blind eternities without a couple men with her. Well, Hell no, it's yeah. dangerous out there. Yeah. Well, Label- what if the ether tells you to pieces? Yeah. Label these weird zombie robot things men, and we'll call it a day. Uh, Sash and waistcoat were their names. Uh, and sure. And they're they're traveling together through the through the multiverse. All right. Eventually, the trio were approached by someone named Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, okay. uh, in her realm. She was a, a super, super powerful white planeswalker. Okay. Uh, she basically creates an army of angels uh, that can fight throughout the multiverse to like protect it and protect different realms and stuff. Fuck yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. That's sick. Uh, I feel like a lot of more people should have done that. Yeah, right? That sounds, that sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's it. You got a fucking chainer creating yeah. fucking dementia horrors. And like, yeah. Sarah's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get some angels. We need here, to boys. trap the manifestation of all magic. Ah, yeah. yes. What about if we just had a very tall man with a net? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which will be, for the record, at, the the, at least at this point, the artwork. The artwork. Uh, Sarah explains that while their intentions may be peaceful, Corona's very presence was chaotic, and they could not remain in her relatively calm realm that they had found themselves in. Mm. So they're like kind of hopping about. They hop to one realm. They're like, ah, she's a, she's a rebel. Like get her boys. She hops to another realm. You know, maybe they're like, oh, well we're all fucking our sisters over here. You're not welcome. Uh, and then finally she ends up at this realm. It's like, oh, cool. There's islands. You know, she's like steps out onto an island. It's <laughs> sub, subtropical, you know, there's a bunch of bionicles around. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's it. <laughs> uh, some bionicles crash a fucking ship onto the island. It's yeah. <laughs> And then uh, somebody shows up at some point, a planeswalker, and is like, yeah, you're kind of like poison, and I don't want you here. You walked in. The HBIC shows up, and she's like, yeah, you're not welcome Uh, here. You stopped the tides and caused many earthquakes, so we're going to need you to leave. We're going to need you to go, okay. Or you can spend 20 gems to show that Ed Mitchell's Your clothes are like rags. Why are they all gold? (laughs) It's very... uh, very not good. Um, oh my god! So yeah, she she says like you guys gotta like causing issues. Yeah, You're that's too it. strong. You're causing issues. Get the fuck. Uh, out. Corona explains to Sarah their plight, and the planeswalker was sympathetic. 
After musing well, on good. the... Good. She's just like, I didn't mean to come here. I was like just like cast between dimensions. I'm literally a refugee. Yeah. And you, you're, you're white-aspected. You have angels that fight for good all across the realms. Why are you turning away refugees? Yeah. Um, after musing on the issue some, Sarah suggested that Corona look up Urza. He, after all, had similarly unintentionally caused great damage to the multiverse in his efforts to protect Dominaria. You sure did. We have a whole episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. What, is he go just a head at... now? Or does he have a body? He was ahead for a while. Right. Uh, and now he's behind. He... <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody. Yeah, he... Well, I don't know when in the timeline this is. He eventually gets a body back. Okay. But he does... He is just ahead for a while. Yeah. Um, I like how you have to look him up, too. You're like, go look up Urza. Like, how do you get in touch with people? Yeah, in that's the it. Planes? Like, in planes a, like, an infinite multiverse. Like, just... Yeah. <laughs> He's it's having, he's having it's like hard enough with 7 billion people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Time becomes such an issue, too. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so, like I'd said before, Dominaria is the central plane in Magic the Gathering. Right. It branches out. All the, all the planes are powered by ley lines, which are like lines of magic, and they all they, they come to a hub in, uh, you know, like any, t- any two lines of infinite length, if they're not parallel, will eventually meet. Yes. They all meet relatively at the same, the same point that is Dominaria. Don't they have like a temple above like their the cross section or whatever uh a lot of stuff is built on like different like where ley lines cross yeah okay uh so like um in zendikar which i mentioned earlier this episode which we talked about before where the uh eldrazi yeah. the lovecraftian horrors uh one of them uh emrakul was awakened on uh, from uh, where she was sleeping on like on a ley line basically. okay man now i'm curious how ley lines are made are they're like old ass ancient worms that just kind of like tunnel these holes through the aether from plane to plane and things like that maybe Damn. uh tweet at us if you want us to hear to hear us talk about ley lines on yeah. the lore boys brand podcast tmtm <laughs> um, yeah so uh dominaria all magic flows through dominaria all ro- all roads lead to rome all magic leads to dominaria Good. she is dominarian magic incarnate and she is not there right now Okay. So, like, throughout the multiverse, magic is a little squirrely at the moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, similarly to when Urza set off the Silex Blast and created all these rifts uh, and ended up having to... They ended up having to encase Dominaria in 12 different shards to stop it from splitting apart. The right, sh- yeah, shards yeah, yeah. of Alara, which we've ta- touched briefly on. We haven't done the whole story of that. But maybe someday. It all sounds very familiar, but it's been, like, a year since we... Exactly, which is why I'm, I'm kind of mentioning it. So... She says, look up Urza. He did something similar. He was also trying to do good things for Dominaria. Here's his number. I don't know if he's still there, but somebody will know. So Sarah also reminded Corona that she was Dominaria's magic and that Dominaria was her true home. Corona was not convinced. She was like, yeah, I could go home, but I don't really feel ready to go home Why is it that the the, the one person who told her, like, yo, man, Gaia, she's coming after you. Fucking Yawgmoth. Yeah, and she's just like, oh, yeah, that sounds about right. And then, like, this nice Everybody else, yeah. Literally surrounded by angels, just like, oh, yeah, like, honestly, I think you should go home. Mm, Nah, I'm going to keep backpacking through Europe for a bit. (laughs) I don't know if I buy it. That's it. I'm not ready to forgive my dad for selling my my car after I crashed it. (laughs) Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? That's like a thing a 16-year-old girl would do, I think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm selling your car for scrap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Corona... Yeah, get the copper out of it. <laughs> Corona was not convinced. She decides to continue traveling. She ends up at a plane of bright metal, and she was welcomed by a man. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't trust a man. As Corona approached, the man explained he was Lord Macht, creator of this plane. He actually says, I'm a servant of Lord Macht, and she can see through his ruse, and she's like, no. You are humble. 
I can tell that you are the lord of this plane. Oh, come on. Okay. Get off it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's supposed to be happy. Like, oh, you're humble, not a fucking liar. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she was like, she was like, oh, you know, you're you're being a good guy. She says she embraces him, but I don't know why she knows who Lord Mocked is. I couldn't I couldn't suss that out, right. and there's good reason for that that I'll I'll get to in a bit. You've got me extra sensitive to the men getting whatever they want. I know, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, when I was doing the research, when I was doing a lot of this writing, especially the last episode when Kamal kills the three women with one swing of a sword, that or one swing of his axe, that really bothered me, and it's been hard for me to parse that. And I'm sorry for anybody listening who's like, okay, stop bragging on men already. It's like, yeah, we're kidding, whatever, fuck. We're kidding, whatever. And it was just like there was some like really poorly, cringily written uh, uh, beats in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in this whole story, it's so. old lore too. It's a different time when it was written, right? Yeah, it was like ten years ago. The, the mid aughts were like the climate, so the Stone Age of two thousand and nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So uh, Lord Mock says, like, "Hey, I, I see you. I've been watching you from my my bright metal plane." Um. <laughs> I see Dominaria's plate in your wake, and I want to help. Right. Does she believe him? I think you should go home, Corona. I think you should go home, and this is me, a man telling you to do it. And she's like, you know what? Strange man that I just met in this shiny metal realm. Yeah. You're right. That I, lady with all I, those angels didn't buy it. No, I didn't buy it when she said it, but you're right. I think I should go back to Dominaria. Yeah. Would you open me a portal? And he's like, sure. Opens her a portal. When she arrives... Uh, the ley lines kind of write themselves. Oh, good. Maximum magic overdrive. All this fucking power suddenly flowing through her because when she was out of Dominaria, she was cut off from a lot of her, her oh, power. Oh, so she wasn't the same kind of hurricane god she, when she, she was walking She around. wasn't such a tempest. Whenever okay. she took the ley line back, she hit the wad of toilet paper or whatever was yeah. clogging it up. And now it's all just... <laughs> it, was li- it was literally, yeah, she was, she was a heroin addict. She'd been shooting up for years. She tried to get clean. Then, you know... Five years later, she uh, she goes back and she just uh, full overdose. Okay, yeah, it's uh, like the second half of train spotting or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes completely mad. The powers of her homeland rushing back into her after all this time. Oh, drives her crazy. Oh no! Sends her uterus all over the place. Exactly. Her. My corona. Uh, Hysterical. Just sends it spinning in there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she gathered those who praised her as an army, and she struck out to conquer Oteria, destroying entire cities in single fell swings. Holy shit. Uh, finally, all that was left to defend the realm was Kamal, flanked by the Numena, with the Mirari sword once more in his hands. The well, fucking Mirari's back. The fucking Mirari sword. Oh, that's a Give bad it up, Mirari. Oh, yeah. It seems the mysterious Lord Mocked had reached out to Kamal to urge him to take it up once more. This guy who, like, Corona shows up in his room. He's like, I think you should go home. I think good things will happen if you do. Calls Kamal and says like, hey, Corona's coming home. Grab the Mirari sword. And Kamal's like, who the, fu- who the fuck is this? Yeah. Who's the, who are you, where did you say you were calling from? I don't recognize the area code. Yeah. After he gives her the advice, he just turns around and his head kind of goes down, shadows around his face, and he watches her leave through the metal wall next to him yeah. or something. <laughs> jump, <laughs> j- jumps into like a metal painting like uh, Super Mario 64. So Kamal, flanked by the Numana, is there to greet Corona. Eventually, she's she's gathered her arm. She, she arrives back. Everyone's like, 
Fuck, she's back. She's worse than ever. She's more PMSy than ever before. Oh, uh, she's incorrigible. <laughs> she's got the hysteria. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so she gathers all her followers. She's conquering Oteria. She's like, you know what? I I was right all along. I am the only one fit to rule this place. Um, so it's Kamal, the Numena, the Murari sword. Their stand was to be in vain as Corona came into her powers. She killed all three Numena with one mighty spell. Oh, well, there you go. She gets her revenge. Did and, the same thing. And Kamal unwillingly bows to her, Scorching disarmed right. and unwilling to fight. So just like her presence, her magic manages to like force him to bend the knee. Fuck it. To her. <laughs> uh, for his part in the opposition, Corona decreed his death. But she wants to like make it slow. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're going to make a show of it. Ironically, it's the two friends Corona had truly trusted. Who betrayed her? Sash and... Sash and waistcoat. Yeah, I was going to say sash and, and, and new shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say slippers. Yeah. <laughs> sash and housecoat. Yeah. yeah. There we go. The two unmen pierced Corona's belly with the Marari sword as she stopped to strike down Kamal. I knew the Marari had to be Marari. tied into it. Yeah. Both N were acting under advice from Lord Mock, who then arrived and revealed his true form. Lord Mock... It's Yogmoth. This whole time had actually been Karn. Karn. Oh, I remember him. So uh, anybody at home who knows Magic the Gathering and somehow doesn't know the story will be like, oh, shit, Karn's here. Uh, it's super, Kaiba. Super, super well-known card in Magic the Gathering. He's a powerful time-traveling construct created by Urza. Shit. So Urza, uh, in all his tinkering with stuff, uh, trying to prevent the rifts from destroying the world, uh, was looking into time travel. Silver is one of the only, or is the only element which can time travel and not be destroyed in the process. So he creates a silver golem named Karn, uh, who can time travel. Which has explained the metal realm. Super, super powerful. The plane was Argentum, the plane of mathematical perfection, and Karn was the one who had created it. He explained that he... he, He explained that he had created probes to go out and monitor Dominaria, as it was his first home, and he still wished it to succeed and prosper. Aww. So he still had a soft spot for Dominary, even though he went to create his plane of mathematical perfection. He was like, yeah, I still want to make sure your home life is good. You know, I want to make sure dad, the head, is b- being taken care of. Yeah, I'll donate his nursing home. <laughs> I'll donate, donate to the school. I'm not going to live there or nothing, but... Yeah. Well, with my realm and made entirely out of silver, I can yeah. spare a little, uh, a couple of pennies on Halloween. Exactly, yeah. Uh, one of these probes was defective, however, and had warped to become the Mirari. Oh! So Karn had created it, Realized what was going on, perhaps too late, uh, because he, like, I don't know if he was seeing, like, the live feed of, like, the tsunami, which wiped out half the continent, you know, or the horrific monsters of abomination, which were coming out of this guy's head, or, yeah. you know, all these other things, but he was, like, at, a, at some point, he, like, got back from his coffee break, he's like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> this, this is not going well. <laughs> this uh, got away from me. Yeah. 400,000 emails, like... <laughs> That's odd. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just delete anything older than a month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, he created the Mirari by accident, um, which is kind of weird. It's like a probe that turns into a wish granting machine. Kind of like a warped Sputnik. Yeah, exactly. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, he created it. He realized the problem, and he was like, I got I to gotta make this right. Karn is super, super powerful. Uh, his card, the Planeswalk, the, he's a, a Planeswalker. Um, one of the best planeswalkers in magic i i would say like in in most uh longer formats he's colorless 
So you don't need, now we were talking about how, how hard it is to get five different colors of mana. You can literally use any color of mana. It doesn't matter which kind okay. to, to pay for Karn kind of thing. Uh, and he's just, these powerful effects. Uh, he ends up taking the Marari sword and saying like, I'm going to take this home with me. He ends up turning it into another super powerful artifact card called Memnarch, which is an artifact creature. Uh, it's like, it's colorless as well, but it, it has blue abilities, uh, activated abilities. So it has two abilities. One is, yeah, two abilities. One of them is turn target creature into an artifact, and the other one is gain control of target artifact. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's literally, I mean, they're, they're like relatively expensive to, to pay for. Okay. You have to pay for, to use the ability. What's it look like? Uh, it's kind of like a four-legged, like super long-legged spider kind of thing, I guess, but it's an artifact. It's like, it's a robot. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I figured if it was made out of the Marari. Yeah, that's is, it. And it's know. made from Karn, who's a, uh, an artifact himself. He's an artifact planeswalker. And, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. That's Spanish for meat. Karn? Well, it's yeah, pretty much. Carne, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chili con carne. Uh, so the Marari sword was removed. Corona regressed to the three women whose deaths created her, finally settling into Jessica with the manifestation of her planeswalker spark. Okay, so she's fine now. She's back to Jessica now. She's been through a lot. Yeah. Like I said, uh, originally the plan was to get into uh, her closing the rifts in Dominaria and stuff. I think I'm going to move away from this storyline for a while because it's been four episodes and I could probably do another six episodes on it. Ah, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've had a lot of fun researching it. If you guys liked it, uh, please reach out and let us know. But that's the story of Corona. That's pretty crazy. False God. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, if you guys want to hear me talk about Karn sometime, there's a lot of stuff there, too. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Uh, he was friends with Teferi for a while. Or was it Teferi? I can't remember who. He was friends with someone, and that someone used to call him Baldy all the time because he's a bald robot. Okay. Yeah, well, you can't can't grow a lot of hair on a robot. You can't grow yeah. hair on a robot. No. I do really like this. My dad always said. <laughs> <laughs> I do really like the stories that have just a couple characters and like simple beginnings and then coming into these crazy yeah. powerful yeah. beings yeah. like that's the type of stuff that i'm more interested in than, than the ones that are like already powerful and then just meet each other yeah like, for sure I, I like the the genesis well, that, stories that's it sure. this is really like less the world building more like these are the stories of novels kind yeah, of thing yeah, so it's yeah. like there is like oh you know well, we just started little, with like a guy from the forest yeah exactly we're just like i'm gonna go make something uh, myself a it's little like, cool, bar- literal barbarian yeah yeah, yeah. Touches a monkey's paw, kills three women. Eventually, this monkey don't turn me into the sun. Like I won't. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, that's Corona, false god. That's our episode today. Cool. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, for anyone uh, listening at home, if you did enjoy it, if you didn't enjoy it, reach out to us. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know what you like, what you don't. Let us know if you want us to record anything else. Uh, we got Dungeon, uh, Dungeon Gundam. Uh, coming up at some point, yeah. we have Doro Hedodoro, or, or I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm not pronouncing that right. Pillars but. of Eternity, Pillars of Eternity. At some point, uh, yeah, these are all on the Arcanum list. Arcanum was the other one. That, that guy from Norway wanted us to do there an Arcanum go. episode. So these are all on, on the list. list. Uh, if you have something else you want us to do, please reach out to us. Uh, I'm at Ethan the Dead Man. You can find the podcast at Loreboys uh, or theloreboys.com. Uh, Loreboyspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, you can find us twitch.tv slash the lore boys although we're not on all that often these days unless you want to watch Jamie streaming World of Warcraft but he doesn't have a working computer that can do it right now getting there though getting, getting there, there. <laughs> pieces I just I like I could fix my computer but that would require me to stop playing WoW to fix the computer yeah. so fuck that yeah that's the hard part once I get stuck in the queue my computer will get fixed yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter where can people reach out to you at Pete O'Donoghue on Twitter and uh, at lore boys podcast on Instagram and Jamie? Yeah, uh, I recommend all these lore people to make a character on WoW Classic, the server Incendius. 
Incendius, and uh, we'll run some dungeons together. I'll, I can carry you probably by the time you get in there. Yeah. Just tweet at, uh, look us up on Facebook or tweet at tweet at us. And, yeah, I'll play uh, with, with you. Your, with your BNET stuff, DM us, whatever. Uh, and Jamie can play with you. Uh, for anyone wanting to support the show who doesn't trust those filthy rats at Patreon, because yep. we do have a Patreon, <laughs> uh, patreon.com slash Boys, I think it is. Yep. Um, you, we always have Loreboys Prime for the listeners at home. So if you guys want to get in, uh, support the show, not have to give any cut to the capitalist fat cats at Patreon, uh, this <laughs> is for you. Uh, every two weeks, you're going to send us $7 in the mail. And uh, I just bought a boat, uh, as you guys might know, or as the boys do know, because we've spent some time on it. Uh, well, hell yeah, we're we talking about it. naming it. It's yeah. a sailboat. It's called the Ass Full of Seamen. Yeah. So the ASS Full of Seamen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Seamen spelled Seamen. You know, like, like the men from the sea. men from a boat, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So anybody who wants to come for for a ride on this ass full of semen, uh, just a- give us a- seven dollars every two weeks, and uh, you'll you'll be invited out to the party boat. Uh, it's it's a good time. It's you know, pretty wild. I mean? yeah. Absolutely. You gotta wear a sweater over a collared shirt though, or nobody's gonna fuck you. Yeah, no, a full full yacht club attire. Oh, yeah. You yacht only get like a two hundred millisecond ping out there, but you could, you could still play WoW with me out there. Yeah, so. exactly. Thank God, yeah. 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 Jamie's got hotspot set up on his phone. He's got the mobile tethering going on. Oh. Burning through data on a bunch of burner phones. Yeah. Just like, oh. yeah. uh, and we do, And we do go to international waters, if you know what that, I mean. It's really hard to pick a server from yeah, yeah. international yeah, waters. Yeah. EU, NA, I'm not sure. But, yeah. uh, and I guess that would constitute a lore, boys. Oh. oh. Four parts, dude. We did it. We Jamie did it. Wow. Yeah, that's that's clear. Was that clear? I'm not sure that came through in the episode. So you probably should have approached it. Talk. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.